Welcome to another week of the Financial Fitness Show. I'm Mike Kerner. Bob Schwartz joins us here in a second. If you're looking to do some investing or just need some financial advice, certified financial planner, Bob Schwartz can help you out. He's got a Silver Lake phone. Of course, his office in Silver Lake, 785-582-5805. He has a Victoria office too, 785-301-2320. And don't forget about his portable office. He'll take it wherever you want him to go. And remember, you can always get advice by looking at his website. There's a lot of... uh, there's a lot of ideas up there and some some suggestions up there. You can even listen to past shows on that website, bobschwartzfinancial.com. Opening up the mic now for Bob Schwartz. Bob, thanks for joining us again for another week. Good morning, Mike, and what a great day. We're getting some moisture up here in north-central Kansas. Well, that is terrific. Um, our two topics today, uh, number one, how to reduce your taxes Well, that sounds like a good thing this time of year. And the second topic, topic B, retirement concerns for Americans. And how do you handle those retirement concerns? So we'll get into all that in the second half of the show. But here in the first half of the show, we want to kind of go and talk about uh, how do you reduce taxes. And there's one big way to reduce taxes. And you could probably tell us about that, Bob. That would be to give to a charity. And a lot of people do set that up in um, their retirement layouts. Right, Mike. One one thing that I don't think we can cover enough in my industry is if you are over the required minimum distribution age, which is now 73 or older, you can make charitable contributions out of your IRA account. Well, what is the advantage of that? Well, first of all, everybody, every married couple gets a $26,000 general deduction on their taxes. You know, you've got to give away a lot and have a lot of health care expenses to go over that limit. So with an IRA, that charitable contribution, you, you don't have to pay taxes on the money that comes out of the IRA, and it's not counted as income. So any charitable giving that you do, if you're listening today and you're over the age of 73, those charities should receive that money from your retirement plans. Again, very, very important because you don't have to pay taxes on it, and it counts against your required minimum distribution. So consequently, it lowers your tax rate. Uh, all of our clients that are in a position where, you know, they do some charitable giving, uh, we do it now out of their IRAs if they're over 73 years of age. So it's a great place for for people to make donations and charitable giving. Uh, but they can't do it out of, they can't take like the required minimum distribution and then write a check to the charity. The check has to come from their IRA to the charity. And then they have to receive a letter from the charity telling them they've received the money. So there's a couple of steps that have to go into place there. We help people with all of that and uh, uh, help them understand it. But it is a great tax advantage uh, for seniors out there that are taking required minimum distributions. And then they would get what? A receipt that they would use then when they file their taxes? Right. The charitable organization will write a letter, you know, dear sir, dear ma'am, thank you for your contribution to XYZ uh, church or charity, uh, university, you know, 
American Cancer Society, wherever, and uh, and it just acknowledges that gift and it and it says the amount. And you keep that letter with your tax stuff and give it to your accountant, and that counts against your required minimum distribution. And you've made a con- you've given money to the church or to some place that you, you want to make a charitable contribution, and you've taken it out of your IRA and have not had to pay taxes on it. For most people, that's cha- saving in excess of twenty percent on that contribution. I made a couple of notes here, and I know you'll probably cover it, or you have covered it. And uh, the notes are um, amount capped is one hundred thousand dollars annually per person. Is- right. So if someone like we, we've got some folks that have very large amounts in their uh, retirement plans, and they would like to give a substantial amount to a, a charity, let's say a quarter of a million dollars. Well, we're going to have to do that over a three-year period because it's a $100,000 maximum. So that's the most uh, that any person can uh, make a charitable gift on per year. And then in my notes, it says the money must be paid directly to the approved charity. So you have to write it directly to the charity. You can't go through some other place. Right. You cannot have the, you you can't take your required minimum distribution and then turn around and send it, you know, to the charity of your choice. Uh, Yeah. You're going to pay tax on the distribution and then the the charitable giving that you do is going to count against your family's you know, uh, annual deductible. So you want the IRA carrier uh, to send the check uh, to the, the, the place of your choice. Now, another thing is it has to be a qualified charitable distribution, not some, uh, some person that you don't know down the street that has some kind of a charity. Right. It, it can't go to the Bob Swartz Grandchildren's Scholarship Fund. Oh, darn. For instance. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. No, it's got to go to a uh, uh, an organization that has a tax ID that identifies them when the IRS looks as a charitable organization. And they have to file those papers with the IRS, so they, they have all of that. So you would know by asking if they, they did or not. Eligible distributions. All contributions and earnings that accumulate within a traditional IRA are eligible for the QCDs. Right, right. Qualified charitable distribution. In, any money in your IRA qualifies for that. So if there's dividends being paid or gain in value, all of that counts. And you can use that towards a qualified distribution to a charity. I see on here it says a 501c3 charitable organization. So that's probably what it needs to be. 5013C is a organization that has filed the paperwork to qualify as a charitable Place. There are a lot of local foundations now. Small communities will have a, a little town I grew up in. It's called the Caring Community Foundation. Uh, a lot of schools have a school foundation. Silver Lake schools have a have a foundation that's a 5013C. But of course, your church is, your universities in the state of Kansas, you know, the Cancer Society, the American Cancer Society. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of them. You just want to make sure that place you want to give money is a qualified 501 3C. 
And let's let's make this clear too. They will give you a receipt for that, and also they will uh, give you the paperwork to give to your accountant, or you could give it to to your uh, financial planner so you can get this all figured out. Right. Your tax preparer will need the letter. Charitable organization will write you a letter stating that they received your contribution. And when you get that, you want to put that with your tax stuff because your your tax preparer will need that at tax time. So again, the bottom line here is if you own a traditional IRA and you want to lower that adjusted gross income for tax purposes, you can use that uh, that QCD rule to donate to a charity, whatever your choice, as, as long as they're a qualified one, as, as long as you've reached 70 and a half, right? Now it's 73. I mean, okay. it, it's moved up. That started, it, it started a couple of years, a year and a half ago or so, and it's moving up. And now it's, uh, you had to be 70 and a half a year and a half ago. I guess that's uh, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So, I'm eligible because I'm only, I, I don't have to take a required minimum distribution, but I fall into that window that I can do charitable giving out of my IRA. There's a, a window in there for uh, people born in 1951 to about, uh, from 1951 uh, to 1952. So anyway, the, the important thing, let me, let me do a real life example. We just renewed this one for the client and they were just in last week. They give... You know, they have IRAs worth, a, you know, a nice amount of money, six figures. They give about $800 a month to their church. That money comes automatically out of their IRA each month. It's mailed directly to their church. And then that counts against the required minimum distribution that they have to make each year, uh, which in their case would be about 25000 So they've taken 10000 off the table. Uh, of their income for the year, uh, they still get the $25,000 marital, $26,000 this year, marital automatic deduction on taxes. So it's a win-win for them. And, and we set that all up for them. And, and it's, a, it's quite a simple process. And, and we, of course, help people with that all the time. So just be aware of that. If your advisor hasn't talked with you about that, you're over 73, there is a place for you to, uh, to start making your charitable contributions. Well, Bob, you took the words out of my mouth. That was my closing thought there. Talk to, talk to your financial advisor about this, and they can give you all the advice and the paths and roads that you need to go down. Uh, if, you know, if your advisor hasn't made you aware of that yet, you might want to, you might want to go shopping because something that everybody in my industry should be shooting up players on for their older clients. It's a very, very important way to, uh, to save tax dollars. Well, Bob, thank you for this first half of the show. We've got another second half coming up in a few minutes. Again, first half was how to reduce your taxes. Second half, retirement concerns for Americans and how they handle them. So that's going to be here in the second half. So, Bob, thank you for the first half of the show. All right, you bet. We'll be right back. All right. And again, the website is bobschwartzfinancial.com. Go on there. You can download any of the previous shows. Bob has two uh, offices, Silver Lake and Victoria. We'll give you those phone numbers when we come back. Personalized financial plans designed for individuals and couples. It's Bob Schwartz, Bob Schwartz Financial. This is the Financial Fitness Show. Folks, it's Julie from Bob Schwartz Financial. Many times when people call our office, they want to know what their first appointment is going to be like. 
I tell them that this is a time for you and Bob to get to know one another. Bob enjoys getting to know you as a person, as well as what your investment concerns and goals are. I also tell them I personally enjoy working at Bob Swartz Financial because of the care I see Bob has for his clients' best interests. Values, commitment, transparency. That's the Bob Swartz Financial way, and you'll experience these in each encounter. Call us at 785-582-5805. That's 785-582-5805. Welcome back to the second half of the show. This is the Financial Fitness Show. I'm Mike Kerner. Bob Schwartz with us from Bob Schwartz Financial. Silver Lake, you can call him there, 785-582-5805 or the Victoria office, 785-301-2320. It's the Financial Fitness Show. Bob, welcome back. Second half of the show. The topic here in the second half of the show top four retirement concerns and how are we going to handle them? And you hear concerns from people all the time about, um, Bob, I've got this amount of money. Am I going to be able to make it? Or uh, is this, uh, you know, is this enough to to get through 10 years, 20 years? And you plan it all out for them and, and give them some great advice. Well, we sure try to. We try to do the very, very best job we can help, helping people understand the pitfalls and uh, the hurdles that are that are facing us as we enter into hopefully a 30-year-plus retirement. And this is a plan that they, and, and somebody, when they hire you or any uh, financial planner, they're getting advice for, for long-term is what they should do. Because I would assume if you're 15, 20 years old and you're putting together a financial plan, you're going to want advice because there's, there's hurdles in life as you go. I mean, you're getting married, you're not getting married, you're working at a job that pays a lot, pays a little, but those are paths that the financial advisor can help you through and uh, get you on the right track all the way through life. Oh, absolutely. It's really important, Mike, for people to, you know, to have a financial advisor because they bring value to your portfolio. You know, they bring value to to your knowledge that you are going the right direction in your path towards uh, having money to, to send your children to college, for instance, uh, or for retirement, et cetera. So having a financial advisor is uh, not something just for the wealthy. It's something that everybody can benefit from. Well, a financial advisor can help you through all of that and guide you along the path. I know one of the, well, our topic here in the second half is retirement concerns for Americans and how to handle them. And one of the top ones and top concerns, we've talked about this in the past, is paying for health care. Health care costs are like one of the top concerns for Americans. According to a big survey, 28% of people are worried their medical expenses will be too high when they get a little bit older or even a couple of years down the road. Uh, it's amazing the amount of money uh, that retirees are going to have to have to spend on retirement income. And anybody that's on Medicare can tell you that, that just Medicare itself, uh, for a couple, uh, by the time you have your supplement and your prescription card, is going to run close to $700 a month uh, for, for basic Medicare for a couple. And uh, so if you're retired for 30 years, you know, that's going to be a substantial amount that you, you spend on that protection. And then, of course, if you have 
any type of a medical procedure, those are going to cost out of your pocket for for a little bit uh, while you meet your deductible. You know, medical costs. Uh, you know, it, it, it's certainly easy to understand that that why on a lot of uh, surveys it pops up as the number one worry for retirees. Yeah, that's that is a big concern, and and they do have to realize, as you just mentioned, that that medical cost, that base fee of well, three fifty a month or whatever it is, or, or seven hundred for a couple, that doesn't include those uh, extra parts. So it's not including the dental part. It's not including uh, the some prescription parts. So I mean, that's the base plan. So there's other costs that you know could hit you uh, or blindside you. Right, Hear, hearing aids, for instance, you know, are not covered by Medicare. So it, it, you know, medical costs are going to be terribly expensive for us, and and we have to prepare for those because most of us boomers, when we were fifty, thought that Medicare was free. I remember my folks talking about Medicare, and I was thinking, well, what? That's free government health care. What are you, uh, what are you talking about? No, it's not free. It costs money. It's great coverage, uh, but it does cost, and we've got to be prepared for that cost, and then we have to be prepared for, of course. The other medical costs of like long-term care, which is lumped in there with that. Again, uh, extremely, extremely important to address that when we look at retirement planning. I know there's a lot of people out there. Number two on our list is saving enough money. Today, nearly 25% of all 65-year-olds will live to 90, and we've discussed that in the past, too. But according to Social Security Administration, and almost as many worry that they're going to outlive their money. And that's not a good thing, outliving your money. No. You know, it, <laughs> I guess in the ideal world, we'd run out of money the day we passed away. But great fear of, of folks is uh, not having enough money to make the finish line. Yeah, in, in terms of, of great worries, the number one worry that clients have, my clients, that's their number one worry, is, is how, how does it look? Am I going to have enough? income coming in to, to, to meet my my goals uh, through my retirement years and uh, until I'm gone. Well, number three on the list is maintaining an income stream. And I know that you've uh, talked to me about this over the years many, many times. And this is the thing that sticks into my head all the time. How do I get some kind of an income stream uh, that's set up before, before I get into retirement? How do, Or multiple income streams. I, I, I want to have that. It says here, 18% of Americans are worried they won't be able to afford daily expenses in retirement. So, you know, you're going to have Social Security there possibly, but what else is going to come in? There's going to be a lot of expenses out there that you've got to worry about. You know, the ideal situation is to have more income coming in that you need and having that income be passive. And by, you know, well, Bob, what do you mean by passive income? That's income that's going to come in whether you do anything or not, whether you work or, you know, th- those checks are going to come in whether you're taking a nap or watching TV or if you're on a vacation. That's passive income. So that's income that you could get off of renting farm ground, for instance. It's income that you would get. Social Security is passive income. It would be income that you could get from a stock portfolio, income from a CD, income from a, an annuity. So things like that 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 give us passive income, we want to have that. But we also, Mike, in a 30-year retirement, we want to have the ability to increase our income during those retirement years. 
because uh, a gallon of gas today costs more than it cost 30 years ago. A uh, loaf of bread is more than it was 30 years ago. And we need to have our income keep pace with that inflation so that, that we're, you know, so that we can keep our asset, asset base intact. It's funny you say that because one of the other ones that was talked about a few shows ago was the price of eggs going up. And I was out on Interstate in western Kansas yesterday, and I saw this truck, and they had just pulled on to Interstate from one of those um, oh those box stores, and they had two big chicken coops on the back of their truck. So I thought, well, they're going to take things into their own hand. They're going to raise their own. And I tell you what, this egg thing was crazy this winter, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Uh, that that was, you know, we went from being able to buy a dozen eggs for seventy cents uh, locally to them being seven dollars. I mean, and it was like overnight. But uh, but yeah, when there's a shortage on something, it, it can get crazy, and and we need to be able to give ourselves raises as as we go through retirement. So having a having multiple passive retirement streams to me is the ultimate way to enjoy your retirement and having it set up where some of those income streams are giving you a pay raise every year. I think that's uh, anybody that's in that position, I think is in, a, in an awesome position to have a great and fantastic retirement years. Well, you've and, always said Kansans yeah. are resilient. So, uh, you know, some of these people taking things into their own, hand, own hands is what's happening. We're good savers. Great savers, and because of how laws have changed in this country, we all pay attention to our net worth, as opposed to to paying attention to how much income we come we have coming in. And uh, and quite honestly, what's important is to uh, is to figure out how much income we have coming in is far more important than our asset base. Because if you have enough income coming in, the asset base will tag right along behind it and and be fantastic. We want to pay attention to income and how we can get that passive income stream uh, to be as high as possible uh, so that we can enjoy our retirement years. And then I got one other thing to say about that, Mike. I also understand most of the people listening to us are like me. They're not going to retire. But they all know what I'm talking about when I say be able to have the income stream that you need to have for you and your family to do whatever you want. And uh, very, very important. Well, we covered a couple of great topics today, and I'm going to have you do some closing words here because it's that time of year, tax season, and a lot of people are coming in and talking to you about uh, readjusting what they want to do because they're doing their taxes this time of year, and it, I guess, goes hand in hand with it. But we covered two topics today. One was how to reduce your taxes. Number two was retirement concerns for Americans. But in closing here, Bob, is there are there any other thoughts that you have today that maybe could help people out that are out there this time of year or actually uh, anything that could help them uh, set up for retirement, some great advice that you might give to anybody on the street? Yes, folks, you have until you file your taxes. Uh, If you're a self-employed individual and you need some type of retirement plan set up, it's not too late. You, You still have options for 2022 up until the time that you file your taxes. So if you had a, a very large income year and you need to get some money put in a position to uh, uh, maybe not be taxed this year, 
uh, give us a call. We'll be glad to talk with you about that. The other thing that we're hearing a lot of, and I, I just want to talk about what Warren Buffett always says is, uh, you want to buy something when everybody's running away from it, uh, and you want to run away from it when everybody's buying it. We might talk about that on another show, but I see everybody running to fixed rate right now. Fixed rate's great right now. CDs are up, but don't forget your asset allocation mix. Fixed rates returns are not set for long periods of time. They fluctuate and change, and as we all know, fixed rate can go down to zero. So stay the course on your your investment uh, asset allocation. Stay stay the course. Get your fixed money working better for you, but don't go putting too much into the fixed side of things. Always understand uh, where the potential for growth is uh, in your in your portfolio and in your asset base. That's about it. All right. Very good advice. Thank you very much for the show today. Great topics. And again, Bob, we'll talk to you again next week. And of course, as always, if people want to make an appointment with you, they can get a hold of you at the Victoria office, 785-301-2320, or in Silver Lake, which is 785-582-5805. Or they can call one of those offices and set up a time. I guess they could do it through your website, too, with an email. Set up a time, and you'll visit them wherever, uh, even uh, at a coffee shop or their house. So thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Mike. Have a great weekend. Same to you. That's Bob Schwartz of Bob Schwartz Financial. The website, bobschwartzfinancial.com. I'm Mike Kerner. Thank you for being with us this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Hi, I'm Julie. As the Client Relationship Specialist at Bob Swartz Financial, I'd like to personally invite you to have a conversation with Bob and our team. We are well-versed in all areas of planning for Kansans and are here to serve you. We want to make the conversation easy for you and can meet in person at our offices in Silver Lake and Victoria, or Bob and Logan would be glad to come to your home. Give us a call today at 785-582-5805. That's 785-582-5805. Start a conversation today. You'll be glad you did. Bob Swartz Financial values, commitment, transparency. Investment advisory services offered through Cobbler Capital Management, Silver Lake, Kansas. Cobbler Capital Management LLC is a registered investment advisor and the opinions expressed by Bob Schwartz Financial on this show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Cobbler Capital Management LLC. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be depended upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.